Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one therapist business coach. So I am super excited. We have a very special guest, another epic mental health therapist in the dope therapist community. So we are going to see an interview, hear an interview from Anita. She is a clinical professional counselor intern in Las Vegas, Nevada. She is also a full spectrum doula And y'all, she's certified as a childbirth educator. Anita specializes in helping the BIPOC, BIPOC birthing individuals who are experiencing pregnancy after infant loss. Anita utilizes techniques such as brain spotting and EMDR to help her clients through their transition. She provides mental health services to women struggling with depression and anxiety during their pregnancy, gender disappointments, infant loss, pregnancy after infant loss, and postpartum. I cannot wait to get into this podcast episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. All right, so welcome back to the Branded for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, and I am super excited because we have yet another awesome therapist. (laughs) So this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, If you've heard any of the past episodes, I've been inviting um, therapists from various states and also therapists that have been in my coaching programs to come and talk about their specialty, their niche in the mental health field, um, and how they've been able to grow and expand not just their clinical practice, but also other streams of income. So I want to welcome Anita to the podcast and this will be streamed video and audio. So welcome Anita to the podcast for the first time. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So let's go ahead and jump into it. Can you let them know where you are located and like license type a little bit about you? Yeah. So I'm Anita Momodu. I am in Las Vegas, Nevada. I am licensed in the state of Nevada. I am a clinical professional counselor intern. I'm also a full spectrum doula and I'm a certified childbirth educator. Nice. She she loaded y'all. She loaded. So um, one of the things I hope that you heard, especially if you are um, not done with like um, your licensure for those therapists that are watching, because we have two different groups of people who either watch these videos or tune into the audio podcast, which are therapists and then general public. And so those therapists, some therapists sometimes don't want to even start their business or expand their ideas in their business because they are not all the way done. But we're going to hear from you today, how you've been doing so many things, even before that first milestone of the finish line, you know, that some people wait on. So um, this is always a fun question that I ask first is, how did you get into the mental health field? Like, how did you choose counseling? So that's a very good question. Um, my route originally was to become a midwife, mm-hmm. but in undergrad, I was two classes away. And then my track coach was like, uh, you got to pick. is either you do nursing or you stick with track. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you're paying for my school. So I guess I have to switch everything over. Right. <laughs> so um, I was like, okay, whatever. When I'm done, I'll do a master's program to become a nurse. But that didn't end up working out. 
but I had a goal. I said I had to be in school one year after I graduated. So I had already been working with my aunt who had an agency here, a mental health agency in Nevada. So I was like, I'm already working in this field. I'm already helping the therapist. So why don't I go to school and just do what they're doing? And that's what got me into the field. Of it's always interesting how uh, psychology falls in some of our laps. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like mine is similar, but it's just interesting. I just chose psychology because it looks like a subject that was awkward. Like I had never heard of it in high school. We didn't mm-hmm. have the luxury in my high school of having those classes like they do now. And then when I took the one of the courses in my undergrad, I liked that class because I didn't get it initially because I'm a very studious person. So I said, hmm, this is not hard, but it's intriguing. So I'm just going to take more classes. And then that's how I ended up in psychology. Crazy. <laughs> so, so thanks for sharing that. And so I know that you currently do a lot of clinical work in Las Vegas right now. Who do you serve primarily in your practice? And can you talk to us about the work that you do with them? Yeah. So currently I work a lot with moms and Crazy enough, a lot of the moms I work with, some of them, their kids are physically not here. They may have experienced a miscarriage, stillbirth, abortion, or I have other moms who are pregnant after infant loss Mm -hmm. or those who are experiencing pregnancy, but, you know, they have gender disappointment or they're not connecting with this pregnancy and they're like, what is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Depression, anxiety, rage. And then also moms in that postpartum period of, okay, well, who am I? Like, I don't feel like I'm that same person I was before I got pregnant. Or everybody says, oh, when you have a baby, it's going to be, you know, easy. I'm going to get us connect with this child. And they're like, I don't know who this child is. I can't connect. Can you help me? Wow. So you work with moms, moms, not just moms for therapy, but you work (laughs) all the way with moms, which is, let me just like, pivot a little bit and insert this because this actually came up on um, one of our coaching calls. And so for the viewers and the listeners, um, Anita's part of my elite coaching mastermind. And out of our cohort, we literally have only three students who never did Dope Therapist Academy for private practice. And it's always interesting for me to look at their progress in their private practice when they come on board, because in elite coaching, we're talking about scaling your business and adding streams of income beyond a solo practice, right? And so when you came on board, it was actually my first time meeting you like in a virtual webinar and I didn't even see you, you know, you just signed up and I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And so, um, as a gift that we gave her, cause we had found, you know, we found out that she was also, you know, uh, close to the licensure point and we were like, oh, come to our DTA cause. And so the reason I'm bringing this up to the viewers and the listeners is when she was in one of our elite coaching calls, <laughs> um, we were talking about hot seat questions and man, I just felt the soul burn when um, everybody found out what you did and you didn't say it outright. And the reason I'm having this conversation is because this is a very big topic in which of the, like the population you serve, but it's a big topic that people are not talking about in terms of being a woman, being a professional woman for some of us, going through some of that loss, whether it be for ourselves or with ourselves and or a child and a doula. You know, like you have so many, you're sitting on a pot of gold, you know, like in terms of how you can truly dive deep, even beyond the typical therapeutic work. And so when she, when I had her speak up and unmute herself on this coaching call, 
boy, oh boy, did everybody unmute themselves and low-key in a loving way tear her a new one because, uh, let me just ask her, how did that feel when everybody found out what you did? Like, what was your experience when they found out what you did for a living? <laughs> um, I think for me, it did like two things for me. It kind of was almost like that aha moment that, wait a second, you know, you wanted to go to school to be a midwife and you wanted to be in this field, mm -hmm. but you thought when you got to this mental health side that, oh, you can't do it anymore, but no, you're still in that same field you wanted. So that came to me, I was like, okay, wait, hold on. I am doing what I really wanted to do in the first place. Yeah. And then for everybody else to pour into me and say, like, what are you doing? Like, first of all, no, that's not what you should charge. You need to charge a whole lot more. And, you know, and say, hey, you have this pot of gold that I didn't even realize I was sitting on. You just have to be able to, one, become confident about it. And two, be able to say, OK, where are my population? Where are they? And make sure that I'm focusing towards them and that they will come and they will have no problem paying the fees that. I charge. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about your practice. Can you um, share like the history? Like how did you get into private practice? And then what has that journey been like for you? I have been in private practice since I got my intern license. Mm -hmm. Before I was working with my aunt in an agency and I have been consulting with a lot of other agencies, helping them out in numerous ways. But I said agency is not where I want to be. Right. I would rather, you know, be in the private practice realm to be able to focus more on the therapy yeah. because here in agencies, it's more of, okay, well, let's get them the whole wraparound care, which is wonderful, but they always leave the therapy on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we need that therapy to be able to help them. Right. And then of course, everything else should be an add on to the therapy, not, oh, therapy is an add on to everything else. Right. That's good. And then I know that when we were talking, when we first met, you were initially, um, doing a lot of, I'm going to say the word documentation, but there were a lot of things in collaboration with, was it a medical physician or was he a psychiatrist? He's a psychologist. Psychologist. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I'm just digging deeper in this particular interview because I think it's just always so cool um, because I have a lot of grad students who recently graduated or those who are sitting for the licensing exam, but they're really, really timid. I'm not going to say scared because I don't know, but it just seems like when they talk about the desire to be where you are right now in terms of taking the leap of faith, knowing exactly what you want, not stopping, not giving up, working in the desired environment that you want, working with your ideal clients, <laughs> a lot of therapists or to be licensed therapists are not going to throw in a towel like that and like go all in. And so how or what at what moment in your life did you choose to specifically work with women? Because you have a super, super niche down population. Mm -hmm. Interesting story. Uh, it was actually when I became pregnant with my daughter. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I was looking and seeing the clients who started becoming attracted to me were other individuals who were pregnant, who were having challenges, just like I was having my own challenges through my own pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait a second okay, what's going on here? Like everybody was just becoming attracted to me and it wasn't even advertising any of the stuff. Like my first doula client was my son's birth mom and it wasn't technically her doula. I was just there through the birth, helping her, coaching her through it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Got the little work. And I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to do nothing with it. I just, you know, <laughs> I just did it just to help. And then, you know, then I said, hmm, 
And it was still scary, don't get me wrong, to say, okay, this is the population I want to work with. Mm-hmm. But between working with you and then the hot seats where everybody poured into me, I said, okay, let me go for real all into this population. Mm-hmm. And now I have insurance companies who every week oh. are sending me my ideal population. So let me ask, you said that it was scary to work with that population. Are you referencing that it was scary to niche down that much? Because I know that that's where yes. some therapists, they're like, I don't want to niche down that much because some people feel like they may be giving away referrals. And I know that in our one of our calls, um, and we did it in the thread, a lot of the DTA community, along with Elite Coaching, poured into you in regards to transitioning off of a panel that was not serving your practice, too. Yeah. So did want to speak to that because what I'm noticing is a trend is clearly you had the, the skill set and the desire to serve this population, whether you knew it or not. And then when you got around, I'm going to say like-minded people that were also cheerleaders for you to win because they're winning, you know, yes. like it just wakes you up, which feels good, mm-hmm. I, you know. Yeah. Being a therapist myself, you know, it feel good. <laughs> and so, um, so tell us, uh, how is it to have your own children and have a business and your population is uh, you kind of like looking at yourself in the mirror to some degree? Yeah. So, um, my journey to motherhood is a lot different than you know the common journey. Mm-hmm. I first became a mother through my son who's adopted and you know having to learn all those things and know okay I'm going through these things but can I go through this because I didn't really give birth to him am I allowed to go through this Mm -hmm. and then the surprise pregnancy of my daughter during the pandemic and I'm like okay wait a second this is kind of all crazy going on here (laughs) um and then I was having clients come in and the first client that came in she was legit a reflection of me And so I had to take a step back and say, okay, wait a second, because what I'm feeling, I can't project to her. I need to be here and hold space for her and what she needs in this time Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those things where, you know, I had to do a lot of work my own self and saying, okay, what do I need to do? Who can I go get help from? Mm -hmm. And that's when I saw that, hold on, there's not that many people in my area that look like me who can understand what I'm going through and can help me. Mm-hmm. And that's where the light bulb kind of turned on a little bit. Yeah. But I was like, what again, is this going to be okay if I dive, you know, straight into this? Mm-hmm. But it's been great since I focused yeah. on it. It's even interesting that narrative of when you go and seek help in our field, especially if you are a provider and you realize mm-hmm. that there is a gap you technically have, you know, a few choices. A potential client or ourselves can say, well, I'm just not going to seek therapy, <laughs> you know, right now or at all. Or you can go to a therapist who you know may not be able to help your entire problem, maybe only a portion because of their specialty. Or you can do one, of, like preferably get help, but then also learn how to fix the gap, which is what it sounds like you did. You got the help, but you also realize <laughs> I'm going to be the gap. And I think that's so phenomenal because that's one of the things that in terms of like coaching therapists, that's one of the things that I highlight the most, like, cause most therapists say, how can I stand out? You know, it's a lot yeah. of therapists that work with women. It's a lot of therapists who work with women of color, but what's going to make you stand out is sometimes when you do have to niche it down or be very particular with what are their presenting problems, you know? And then one of the things that I just can't walk away from that I have to say, because the general public is watching 
or they are listening to these episodes. And as a therapist, we're here to let you know that it is very important for us that we have to get our own mental health, um, especially if it's going to impact the population that we serve. And we have to be in tune with if we're getting triggered, ethically, we're supposed to refer the client out and not even take on that client or for, you know, currently seeing them and it becomes an issue ethically um, with projecting out what we feel inside, then we need to help them yeah. find another therapist. And that may not feel the greatest, especially if you are this client that needs to be transferred out, but it's for the sake of your mental health because we can't be objective, right? Exactly. And, and at any time that can happen, like look at grief and loss. You know, mm -hmm. look at last year, a lot of things changed. You either became a mom or people lost people, lost themselves. And sometimes that impacts your mental health, you know? So I'm, I'm so happy that you said that because there are a lot of things that I think the general public needs to hear about what we need to do to make sure that they're taken care of, which means that we got to take care of ourselves. So I, I thank you for sharing that because that is huge. And so let's pivot. Let's talk about this epic private practice and like more into business. What are beyond private practice? And I know you do the doula work. What are some of the things that you've been working on that go beyond a traditional therapist job of just doing private practice? Well, right now I like to call myself the present parent because yeah. my husband is off on deployment. So, you know, a lot, of my times, <laughs> yeah. a lot of my times is, you know, I have to be here with my kids and, you know, be present and focus and play around with them. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a big thing that I have going on right now. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I am also working on a few other things behind the scenes, a few things on the horizon. Yeah. Um, a big thing is a childbirth education course that I'm working on since I am a childbirth educator. Nice. Um, but this is specifically for those people of color who have experienced, who are experiencing pregnancy after infant loss. Because Can you explain that for the listeners just in case they may not know what that means? Like the, like, because I know we've talked about it in detail. <laughs> so pregnancy after infant loss is a woman birthing individual, however you identify yourself, who has lost a child through either stillbirth, miscarriage, abortion, you had to medically terminate, or any other way, SIDS, any way that you could have lost a child, mm -hmm. and now you're pregnant again, and you have all this anxiety, you don't know what to do, you're going to these doctors, and you know, for us people of color, we don't always get heard from the doctors. Right. And yeah. we're just sitting here like, okay, am I going to be able to have this child this time? Is this going to happen again? What do I do? Do I have choices? And this class is to tell you, number one, yes, you have choices. You make the decisions. Yeah. And it's also to help us be able to honor the baby in our heart, the baby in our tummy, mm. because there's nothing wrong with embracing the pregnancy you do have right now. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you know, honoring the child that you did lo lose, the child is always there. You're always carrying that baby in your heart and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But there's healthy ways for us to grieve through it, right. which through this course, we will learn different ways to grieve and we'll also learn how to connect more with the baby in our belly. Nice. Yeah, I definitely want you to break that down because somebody may be listening like, well, what is that? <laughs> you know, and we don't, we don't want them to guess. Of course, we're going to share with everyone who's viewing or listening on the podcast 
How do you find out about these amazing services? Because as you mentioned, she's hinting that some things are going to um, be dropping very soon. So based off of when we even release this episode, it may already be out, maybe not, but you can still check out her information. I really hope that you're enjoying today's podcast episode. And yes, I am interrupting my own podcast to invite you to check out the Dope Therapist Academy, also known as DTA. We help therapists move from living check to check, not seeing their ideal clients in their practice, feeling overwhelmed as a result of running their practice by themselves and not seeing real profits in their business. All you have to do is head down to the show notes and click on the Dope Therapist Academy or visit us at www.drtk.com forward slash DTA. This program has helped numerous of therapists in over 30 states and it can help you too. The DTA program is perfect for any therapist or clinician either starting or revamping a private practice to experience exponential growth and earn 10K months or something better. So in just less than 60 days, our five-step profitable brand model will teach you the strategies to build your dream caseload for your ideal clients, create a profitable business blueprint so that you can have your dream schedule, Gain clarity about your niche so that you can add streams of income beyond your wildest dreams. Develop a wealth mindset as a business owner, not just an entrepreneur, so that your private practice can generate true profits. Press the automation button in your back office so that your business can run effectively and efficiently while you live abundantly. And lastly, we'll help you delegate tasks to complete and accomplish the freedom lifestyle that you deserve. So regardless if you're a newbie, existing private practice business owner, or you have a private practice on the side part-time, you deserve to create a business and lifestyle full of abundance. So to learn more about the Dope Therapist Academy program, be sure to click the link in the show notes. And now let's tune back into our podcast episode. And so as we expound upon like business, let me ask, how did you find out about the webinar that I was having? Because that is how we got connected is via a platform that we couldn't even see each other. Well, you could see me, but I couldn't see you. (laughs) Yeah. um, Honestly, last year I was like, I needed a change. I was like, I I was like, is this going to work for me as far as therapy. I was like, something had to change because it wasn't working for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was on Instagram just searching and getting at different um, groups and things like that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you have popped up an ad for your webinar. And I clicked it and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And I went and just added you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Then I think it was like two or three days later, I'm seeing you in Vegas. I'm like, wait, what is she doing in Vegas? What's going on in Vegas? I'm like, yes, yeah, so we had a, uh, a live event during the great pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And then I was just seeing all the posts that you were having for this event. And I'm like, okay, where is this thing again that the ad for this webinar? Let me go see what this is about. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting mm-hmm. on the webinar and I was downstairs. My husband was upstairs. Um, and I was just listening. And when it was done, I went upstairs. I was like, I need to get in this program. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was listening to this lady. You need to get in the program. Here, take my credit card. You need to go <laughs> sign up like right now, right now. <laughs> Listen, so let me actually just pause there because one of the things that I highly focus on, hence the name of my podcast, the name of my company is branding for abundance. And 
most people don't even know what that means. I mean, you can look up the word abundance like prosperity, but you know, the definition of abundance is to have a large quantity of something. It doesn't have to be money, but I really value time. We talk about time, especially as parents, as mothers, blended families, wives, partners, and business owners. And so, you know, I want to let the listeners and viewers know, like, this is another thing that we unintentionally, but intentionally cover in our programs because our personal life can impact clearly our business life if it is not in a good space. And the reason I am mentioning this is because when we make a business investment, the goal would be that we consult with the people who are also going to be impacted by our investment because our investment means that we have to put time somewhere else. We have to move our funds, even if it is in your business, you know, you got to move your funds in another place. And I even did a podcast episode, like make sure your partner is on board when you sign up for a program. Cause this program is 11 months, you know, or we graduated in November, but it's 11 months. And so are they with you even growing your business and scaling it? And what does that mean for your family in a good way? You know? So I'm so happy that you mentioned that. I mean, cause I'm sure there's somebody out there that's watching or listening and they may say something like, oh, I don't need to tell them nothing. This is my business. You know, like I'm just going to swipe the card and I'm like, but you're going to be giving up hours, you know, in your house. And so, okay. So now I do remember you mentioning, I know I remember it on Instagram. You're like, oh, I can't wait till you come back (laughs) like to Vegas. And so I was like, who is this? Like, I didn't know who you were. (laughs) I was like, come on now. And so, yeah, we were out there for... A, a dang on pop pop up event. So so anyway, so yes, you came to the webinar and then you um, learned about. For those of you who are wondering what the heck was this webinar, it will be coming up in the summer. I'll give more information later, but it was in a gist teaching therapists the difference between growth and scale, because they, I believe most entrepreneurs, even therapists, we use the word growth and scale interchangeably, and they're totally different. Yeah. So grow mm-hmm. is where you were even before you came to the program, you were growing your business, you were making money and you have multiple businesses, even outside of mental health, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got a family business. Hello. And then you want it to scale. Scale is you leverage your time so you can spend more time with your kids and earn more while working less. That is scaling people. And so briefly tell the viewers, what was your practice like before getting help with, grow and scale because you kind of did both because we gave you access to DTA but what was your business mm-hmm. like before and then what is it like now like what are some of your wins well so before I did have a group practice last year I had one it was functioning I had people in all these seats but for some reason I was still also in these seats as well tell them what and... seats are because they like what is, what is the seat <laughs> <laughs> so I had somebody who was in charge of doing all the billing for everything. Mm -hmm. I had an individual who was over the entire group practice, meaning they were in charge of hiring um, the therapists, the PSR workers, everything that you needed, that was their job in charge of. But for some reason, I was still doing all these things and I wasn't able to see clients. And I was like, this doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need a change. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, I had the family business that we had just purchased like a month before everything shut down. Wow. So I was, we were over here trying to figure that all thing out too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm being pulled in multiple directions. Then we hear my husband's going to get deployed. And I'm like, how am I going to now legit do 
all of this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then you pop up. Yeah, this is real life. talk. I'm glad you're sharing this because this is what happens in real life that we don't publicize on social media. Life changing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I sat, you know, I did DTA and of course with elite coaching as well. And I said, okay, things got changed. I can't be the person who's doing the billing. I can't be the person who's overseeing, overseeing what you're supposed to be doing over here. So I had to switch and move a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I started focusing on my private practice, which I always had, but I wasn't really focusing on it because mm-hmm. I was being pulled in too many different directions. Yeah. So um, I'll say for my wins, um, I have an, I'm on an insurance panel as a ther- as an intern. You know, interns, you can get on insurance panels. You just need to check your states and see right. which insurance panels. <laughs> and that insurance panel, they send me my ideal client every week. I get wow. two to three every week coming in new people. Mm-hmm. I remember on our first call, you had asked me, well, what what do you want your schedule to look like? Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, if I could see 12 to 15 people a week, yeah. that's good. Every week I see 12 to 15 nice. people. Oh, my God. I'm like, in chills inside. <laughs> It's consistent, 12 to 15. Um, and they know what my schedule is. So they don't even say, well, can you come on a Monday? No, I don't work on Mondays. Mm-hmm. I'm here Wednesday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm only here, you know, at my certain times. And, you know, if you miss that week, then you got to wait till the next time of your Look week. Come through boundaries. Come through boundaries. And it's funny because a client called me yesterday and she said, hey, you know, I have this work situation. I know if I change my day and somebody else takes it, that I'm going to have to lose the day and have to refigure it out. I didn't even have to tell her. She told me. She understood. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, my God. That is good. <laughs> nice. Let me ask, because I didn't I didn't really go into detail because some of the students who are in Elite and did DTA, they did some previous podcast episodes. And so what can you, because I, I know you're also newer to the group, and so what can you see as the difference between DTA and elite? Because some students who are in DTA, if they haven't listened to me talk about elite, they really don't know what the difference is. So what have you seen that's like maybe one of the main differences between the two different groups? Other than extra stream of incomes, I would say the most important thing, and I think I told you in one of our calls that like hit me, was that you needed to make sure you had people to help you as you're trying to scale, mm-hmm. meaning you can have all these extra incomes or extra streams of income, mm-hmm. but if you're the one who's doing A to Z for each of these streams of income, you're not scaling, you're just right. growing. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to sit there and be that buffer between you and the business. Yeah, And that's what I've got with that family business. I have a buffer. So not everything always comes 100% to me. Right. It goes to the buffer. And then it comes to me at a later time when I'm available. Yeah, I love that seat. <laughs> so, so yeah. So as we wrap up, what I do want to do, I'm going to um, ask that you share how can people find um, where you are. I'm going to actually add on your Instagram so that people can find you. Um, so make sure that everybody heads over to her Instagram, check her out, but I will let her tell you some of the things that she has on the marketplace right now. And then just keep in mind that she's going to have some stuff drop soon. So do you want to share some of the things that you have to offer? 
yeah, so I am available to be a doula. I can help anybody worldwide. We're in the virtual space. I can help you virtually in whatever instance you need, meaning, you know, if you've just experienced an infant loss and you need a doula, or if you're pregnant and you're just trying to come up with your birth plan, vision plan, postpartum, mm -hmm. you're not postpartum period. I'm also able to help you in that realm as a doula. Mm -hmm. Of course, I have therapy here in Nevada. And then I have my childbirth ed coming up. So make sure you check both my Instagram yeah. at udumomhw or also my website, udumom.com. So that's U-D-O-M-O-M.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go ahead and tack this on because I don't know if people recognize what they see on the screen. We had this conversation in one of your, like, I think it was a second coaching call. Uh, I, went, I was like, oh, you about to get this URL today. Um, so for those of you who see the screen, if you're on uh, the podcast, you'll have to go over to the Instagram. But do you want to share with them where your name came from? Because some people clearly see the word mom in there, but they may think you kind of made that up. So you want to share? <laughs> yeah. So you the mom is actually my last name spelled backwards. And it really came to me from my sister because in high school, nobody will call her her name. They'll always say, hey, you the mom, you the mom. And, you know, when we were niching down, I was like, wait a second. That works for my population, right? <laughs> you the mom. <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm like, things fall right in place where they are supposed to be. And so I want to thank you for the bottom of my heart for joining us on this video and audio podcast. I really hope that the viewers, whether you are a therapist, whether you are a woman, a mom, um, or any of the other characteristics that she has mentioned in terms of um, tapping into our womanhood and also motherhood, or maybe you know of women who would benefit from her services. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, the doula, is it they only have to be in Nevada or can they be in other states? They can be anywhere in the world. I did want to mention that because we typically give a disclaimer and you pretty much mentioned it with therapy that she can see you if you're in Nevada for mental health services. Um, and you do telehealth or office? I do both. Okay. So I'll do okay. Because some people don't do telehealth. So I just want to ask, you know, we in different times. And so, um, okay. So make sure that you check her out. You know, you check out her Instagram. I'm sure that'll lead you to her website. We'll make sure to get all of her links so that you can directly access it on the bottom of this episode. And again, I want to thank you so much for being a guest, but y'all go check her out and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. <laughs>